Bismillahirrahmanirrahim In the name of Allah most gracious most merciful Dialogue with an atheist by Dr. Mani Al-Hazmi In the name of Allah the most gracious the most merciful Dialogue with an atheist Muslim Do you believe in God atheist no Muslim then who created the universe atheist the universe created itself or came by a chance Muslim according to the science of cosmology the universe was a compressed elementary body with a size of almost zero this elementary body exploded being a big bang this elementary body exploded big bang to form a cloud of smoke this means that all bodies of universe including the earth were one connected entity this means also that the universe had a start and invalidates that the universe is constant without beginning the science of modern cosmology states clearly that the origin of the whole universe was a cloud of smoke composed of highly dense and hot gases and particles new stars are still formed from the remnants of that smoke since the universe had a start it did not create itself thus it was created when we use reason and analysis it is impossible for the universe to come by chance or accident or co-accident This is because we are talking about a vast universe with millions of galaxies that have been running in a precise system for millions of years. Galaxies with billions of stars move in their paths in perfect balance. No collisions occur despite the fact that billions of stars move across each other's paths. No collisions occur despite the fact that billions of stars move in their orbits in huge speeds. that exceed the bounds of reason the huge spaces between celestial bodies are essential for life on earth michael denton affirmed in his book nature's destiny that the distances between supernova and between other stars are critical for life on earth in our galaxy if the distances were less than the existing ones Uh, planetary orbits would be destabilized and if the distances were more planetary systems would not form the distance between the earth and the sun is precisely fixed for normal life on the earth if the earth and the sun were any closer living beings would burn up if they were any farther living beings would freeze so in both cases life would be impossible The distance between the earth and the moon is precisely fixed for normal life on the earth. If the earth and the moon were any closer, the tides would increase and ocean waves would flood low uh, would flood uh, lolling land and the temperature would increase to a dangerous level. If they were even little closer, the moon would collide with the earth if the earth and the moon were any farther away the moon would be lost in space 
if they were even little farther away, the tides would decrease and the oceans would become less mobile, thus reducing the oxygen level and endangering life in both the sea and the land. The right attraction between the earth and the moon is essential for normal life on the earth. Greater attraction would cause serious changes in the rotation of earth around its own axis in the ocean tides and in atmospheric conditions. Less attraction would cause serious climate changes. Atmosphere layers play different roles in protecting the earth. The atmosphere destroys meteors and prevents them from falling to the earth. Meteors can destroy cities. The atmosphere filters harm, sorry, the atmosphere filters harmful radiation too. Harmful ultraviolet radiation is filtered by the ozone layer in the stratosphere. In the stratosphere, infrared radiation is filtered by water vapor in the uh, troposphere and x-ray is filtered in the uh, ionosphere. ionosphere. The, magneto, uh, the magnetosphere layer called Van Allen belts protects living beings from the harmful radiation, uh, celestial bodies and particles coming from the sun and other stars. The atmosphere allows useful light rays that are essential for living beings. Terrestrial radiation is trapped by the atmosphere to keep the earth warm. The atmosphere prevents the cold temperature minus 270 degree C of the space. Can the chance put the whole universe in such magnificent order? The answer is absolutely no. When we come down to the earth, we find it well established for living beings. All essential elements such as water, air, light, land, etc. are found in amazingly equilibrium for plants, animals, and humans to live and grow. Like the dogma of chance in the creation of the universe, again, chance cannot create such equilibrium among the creatures of the earth. Finally, we can present a clear example for the people of thought. Suppose that you travel to a far remote area and you found a high-tech computer with one of the inner dwellers of that area and you wondered how he got this computer. Then he answered you saying that while he was sitting at home, all of a sudden computer parts came flying through the windows and started together to each other by themselves until the whole computer was formed. Do you believe, do you believe this story? Do you believe this story? Surely you would not believe it. If you could not digest the formation of a computer by a chance, would you digest the creation of the magnificent universe by a chance? Muslim, who created all creatures of the earth? Atheist, all creatures came to existence through, through evolution. All creatures came to existence through evolution. Muslim, evolution theory or Darwinism is a desperate try to explain the existence of life on Earth. This theory serves as the scientific foundation for the philosophy of materialism that rejects the existence of God, the Creator, and call for no God, and they call for no God, 
and life is nothing but matter which is the essence of everything organic or inorganic the evolution theory depended mostly on the person's powers of imagination due to the lack of high technology at that time after the discovery of inheritance laws by uh, gregor mendel in 1865 and the discovery of the dna in 1950s the evolution theory collapsed after the discovery of inheritance laws by Gregor Mendel in 1865 and the discovery of the DNA in 1950s, the evolution theory collapsed. Uh, this is because DNA molecule and cell construction are so complex that it is impossible to believe that such complexity could happen by chance through the evolutionary mechanisms proposed by Darwinism. Thousands of scientists around the world refuted the evolution theory and many books have been written to clarify its invalidity. Uh, nowadays, evolution theory is nothing but a history. Muslim, if the universe and creatures did not create themselves nor came by a chance, then who created them? Atheist, they must be created by a supreme being. Muslim, no, you are coming closer to the truth. We can replace the title Supreme Being with God. Atheist, who is God? Muslim, God is one with no son or partner. He is the creator and sustainer of the universe. He perfected every created thing. He is the all-knowing of everything visible or invisible in the whole universe. And his knowledge comprehends all things. He accomplished all affairs with wisdom. He is the most gracious and the most merciful, whose mercy encompasses all things. He is the powerful and the exalted in might, and no one shares his domain and power. He is just in all. He is just in all. His decrees and far removed from injustice and tyranny. God is ever living. He is above the seven heavens, above his throne in the manner that suits his majesty. He is the first before whom there is none, and the last after whom there is none, and the most high above whom there is none, and the internal nearer than whom there is none. There is none. God neither begets nor is he begotten, and there is none like unto him. He is the all-hearing, all-seeing, and none equal to him. He hears and sees us. God never indwells in any of his creatures, uh, nor do they indwell in him. All his creatures stand in need of him, and he stands in need of none. God loves good deeds and hates bad deeds. Creation, sovereignty, and authority belong exclusively to him, Allah. Atheist, but why did God create the universe and all creatures? Muslim, when we think about man-made machines, tools, instruments, devices, systems, etc. We understand that they are certainly made for a specific purpose. Then should not we understand that the universe and all beings were created for a noble purpose? Certainly they were created for a great purpose. According to Islamic teaching, all creatures, animate and inanimate, in the universe were created to submit to God, the Creator. God gave many creatures in the universe the inflexible and innate inclination to submit to him. Their amazing precise function is a great indication of their submission to God. 
They glorify God day and night by a manner that we do not understand. God states in the Quran, chapter 3, verse 83, So is it other than, so is it other than the religion of Allah they desire, while to Him have submitted all those within the heavens and earth, willingly or by compulsion, or by compulsion, and to Him they will be returned. In addition, God created the heavens and the earth with the excellent system to serve mankind. God states in the Quran, chapter 14, verses uh, uh, 32 and 33, It is Allah who created the heavens and the earth and sent down rain from the sky and produced thereby some fruits as provision for you and subjected for you the ships to sail through the sea by his command and subjected for you the rivers. And he subjected for you the sun and the moon, continuous in orbit, and subjected for you the night and the day. However, God created human and gave him the free will to submit to him. God did not leave human with the free will alone. Indeed, he guided him to the way of submission. The guidance of God is clear and easily understood so that no one has any justification of misunderstanding. God made it clear that whoever submits to him will be saved and whoever does not submit to him will be the loser. Therefore, every human is responsible for his choice. Atheist, how did God guide human? Muslim, God created Adam and instructed him how to submit to him. Then Adam instructed his descendants to submit to God. Then God sent messengers and prophets with scriptures to their nations to guide them to the right path. At last, God sent the last messenger, Muhammad, peace be upon him, with the last scripture, the Holy Quran, to be the guidance for all mankind until the day of judgment. God states in the Quran, chapter 16, verse 36, And we certainly sent into every nation a messenger, saying, Worship God and avoid false gods. And among them, and among them were those whom God guided, and among them were those upon whom uh, error was deservedly decreed. So proceed through the earth and observe how was the end of the deniers. Also God states in the Quran chapter 4 verse 163, Indeed, we have revealed to you, O Muhammad, as we revealed to Noah and the prophets after him, and we revealed uh, to Abraham, Ishmael, Isaac, Jacob, the descendants, Jesus, Job, Jonah, Aaron, and Solomon, and to David we give the book of Psalms. Atheist, how can we know that the messengers or prophets and the scriptures are from God? Muslim, this is an important question because there have been many false prophets who claim to be from God and many religions that are considered by their followers true religions. God sent his messengers and prophets and supported them with miracles to distinguish them from false prophets. For example, God saved Noah and his followers from the flood by the ark. He, the Almighty, made the fire cool and peaceful when the infidels threw the prophet Abraham into it. Prophet Moses was supported by many miracles such as his stick that turned to a huge real snake by the will of God. Prophet Jesus brought some dead back to life by the will of God. Finally, the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him and upon all the prophets 
was supported by the Holy Quran, the everlasting miracle for all mankind until the day of judgment. The most important message that confirmed the truthfulness of all prophets and messengers was the oneness of lordship and the oneness of worship which they conveyed to their people. The oneness of lordship means that God is the only Lord for the universe and all creatures and the oneness of worship means that God is the only one who has the right to be worshipped. Since the most important message brought by the true prophets and messengers was one, the religion was one too, but with different law that fulfilled the need of every nation. However, the common concept of other religions was with regards to God. However, the common concept of other religions with regards to God is that specific men are, uh, are God or God has partners. However, the common concept of other religions with regards to God is that specific men are God or God has partners. Believing in false gods is against logic and those who believe in them have no reason to prove the truth. They follow after their parents or tribes blindly, even when they see clear signs. But those who blind uh, beliefs, but those who or with blind beliefs according to logic, uh, but those who blind beliefs according to logic and uh, reason reject false gods once they see the signs. But those who blind uh, beliefs according to logic and reason reject false gods once they see the, the signs. For example, sorry, I need to repeat that. But those who build beliefs according to logic and reason reject false gods once they see the signs. For example, while, while a young man was prostrating to an idol claimed to be his god, a dog walked into the temple and passed urine on the idol. He was angry toward the dog at the beginning, but after that he realized that the idol could not be the lord of the universe. Atheist, what is the religion of prophets and messengers that they conveyed to their people? Muslim, Islam is the true religion of prophets and messengers. Islam means total submission to God in all aspects of life with no objection. The Quran states, Say, O Muhammad, the prophet of Islam, my prayer, my sacrifice, my living, and my dying are for God, the Lord of mankind, jinn, and all that exists. The Quran, chapter 6, verse 162. Islam was not named after a person like Christianity, which was named after Jesus Christ. Buddhism after Buddha, nor was it named after a tribe like Judaism after the tribe of Judah and Hinduism after the Hindus. Islam is the universal religion for all mankind from Adam until the day of judgment. All prophets of God came to call people to Islam, which means to submit to God who created them. The prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said, the prophets are brothers and the religion is one. Also, all prophets admitted that they are Muslims because they had full submission to God. The Quran stressed the prophet's submission to God in many places, such as uh, the Quran, chapter 2, verse 132. And this submission to God, Islam, was enjoined by Ibrahim, Abraham, upon his sons and by Yaqub, Jacob, saying, O my sons, 
God has chosen for you the true religion, Islam, then die not except in submission to God as Muslims. Islamic monotheism. Also in the Quran, chapter 2, verse 133, or were you witnesses when death approached Jacob, Yaqub, when he said unto his sons, what will you worship after me? They said, we shall worship your Elah, your God, the God of your fathers, Ibrahim or Abraham, uh, Ishmael, Isaac, uh, one God, and to him we submit in Islam. Quran chapter 3, also in Quran chapter 3 verse 52, but when Jesus felt uh, persistent in disbelief from them, he said, who are my supporters for the cause of God? The disciples said, we are your, your supporters for God. The disciples said, we are supporters for God. We have believed in God. We have believed in God and testified that we are Muslims submitting to, to him. Therefore, Islam is not a new religion brought by Muhammad, peace be upon him, to Arabs only. Rather, it is the true religion of God for all mankind from Adam until the end of this world, re-expressed in its final form through the message of the Quran and the prophethood of Muhammad, peace be upon him. The following are some verses that confirm the universality of Islam and Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. In the Quran, chapter 3, verse 19, Allah states in the meaning of which indeed the religion in the sight of God is Islam. And those who were given the scripture did not differ except after knowledge had come to them out of jealousy, animosity between themselves. And whoever disbelieves in the verses of God, then indeed God is swift in taking account. Also in another verse, and whoever desires other than Islam as religion, never will it be accepted from him. And he in the hereafter will be among the losers. In another verse in the Quran, and we have not sent you, O Muhammad, except comprehensively to all mankind as a bringer of good tidings and a warner, but most of the people do not know. Atheist, now it is clear to me that the universe and all creatures must have one creator, and Islam gives me convincing answers to my questions about the essence of God and his religion that all messengers and prophets followed. Therefore, the last question is, how can I become a Muslim? Muslim, you can become a Muslim by pronouncing the testimony of Islam. Ashhadu Allah ilaha illallah, which means, sorry, Ashhadu Allah ilaha illallah, wa Ashhadu anna Muhammadan Rasulullah, which means I bear witness that there is no true God but Allah, God, and Muhammad is his messenger. Atheist. Ashhadu Allah ilaha illallah, wa Ashhadu anna Muhammadan Rasulullah. Muslim. Praises and thanks are due to Allah. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Allah. That's the end of the book or the booklet.